0: You're listening to the Two for the Road podcast. I'm Simone. And I'm Katie. And this is episode five.
1: We're five-year-olds. I think that means we get to go to kindergarten now.
0: That does. Look at us. We're learning our letters and numbers.
1: And our colors and shapes.
0: I know. Look at how smart we are. Actually, five is kind of like the first milestone.
1: Yeah, I think it is, because you're, like, halfway to 10.
0: It's, like, 5, and then 10, and then 13. 15, and then 100.
1: Um, oh, yeah. you're leaving out 13, 18, and 21.
0: Why do we leave out those those numbers?
1: 13 is, like, when you become a teenager. 18, you're, like, an adult, and 21, you can drink? I don't know.
0: Oh. Well, twenty-one's when you become, like, an official adult.
1: Yeah, and you can vote when you're 18, right? I think so.
0: At least in our you- state.
1: Yeah. Oh, that means you and I will be able to vote for the next election.
0: I know. That's kind of exciting.
1: We better start reading up on the candidates. My,
0: I know. My vote could actually possibly have an impact on the rest of America's society. Although, with electoral votes, I doubt that's possible.
1: No, I mean, I took government this year, and elec- and like the popular vote really does matter because that's what swings the electoral college. So. Yeah,
0: that that is true. I don't know. The Electoral, uh, that, that college, is all...
1: the Electoral College actually works in our favor. <sighs> all right. I'll believe
0: that for now. Okay. Because I don't actually know all that much about it, except what TED-Ed has taught me. So,
1: Sometime when we're not on the podcast, I can explain it to you. Yes, you'll
0: have to do that.
1: So I thought I would just quickly run down a couple of things that we will be talking about today. Because I think that's kind of nice to do at the top of a show, so people can gets... kind of know what's going to happen.
0: Yeah, and it gets people excited or, you know, not excited, whatever you prefer. So
1: the the cool thing about this is that Katie knows some of these things, but she doesn't know everything that I've been thinking about talking about now.
0: Ooh, I'm and excited. I,
1: I guess you could pull out a couple of surprises for me if you've got some well, pressing issue on your lovely little heart.
0: No, I don't. So this should be interesting. And it will be a very full podcast. So this should yes. be fun.
1: This is going to be a full podcast. But I think, I think, mm, I think it was last podcast. It felt like it wasn't very full to me. Like,
0: And yet we went for an hour.
1: I know. How do we do that? I think it's because we're women. but
0: Yes. Okay. We like to talk. I'm going to
1: give you a little bit of some things we might be talking about. You ready? Yes. Okay. We are, of course, going to do our regular segments on our new find of the week and our awkward or awesome story. We've kind of expanded that, that little section because the thing is that while our lives are both awkward... We don't always have awkward stories that we can share every week, and sometimes we don't even have awkward stories at all. So we've also expanded it so that it could include an awkward story or an awesome story, because even though our lives are awkward, they are also awesome sometimes. So, then, I am also going to be telling you a story of some babysitting trauma that I encountered this week. Trauma. Oh, it was very traumaful. I love the word trauma. Um... Then we are going to be talking about cat death etiquette. Yes. What do you do when cats die? We're also going to be talking about some pet peeves that we have and some words that we just can't spell. Are you ready, Katie? I am
0: totally ready.
1: Okay. And because I feel like I take too much charge and too much control on this podcast, you get to pick what we talk about first.
0: Okay. I will pick what we're going to talk about first. Because you've been very generous with your control. So, I'm totally looking at my schedule here. And actually, I'd like to start, since you didn't mention this in your rundown of the podcast, Ooh. I'd like to start with the question that you posed to me yesterday. which oh, is, that's right. Would you okay. like to share it?
1: Yeah, so this is something I saw on Tumblr. And I actually thought about it for like a really long time. And I kind of feel like I have an answer, but I wanted to know what Katie thought. The question is, if you are born deaf, and you probably don't learn to read or write until you're about six or seven or eight, I think that's kind of the age that kids figure that stuff out, what language do you think in? That is the question. Katie? Yes. What do you think?
0: Now, I did spend a little bit of time considering this, and I came up with two solutions, and the first one is um, pictures. You think in pictures or in visuals. So oh. when you think of something, you associate it with its image, just as we associate a word with an image. Hmm. I, I mean, I don't know if that necessarily yeah. makes sense. So when you no, see, hear the word circle, when you see a circle, you think of the word circle. But when they see a circle, they would just think of a round object. Yeah kind of association and then the other thing that I thought of is um this isn't really an answer but whatever language babies think in is the language that they think in maybe Hmm. because babies don't think in words either and I've often wondered what language do babies think in so I think there might be maybe some similarity there I don't know yeah
1: okay so I I gave some thought and I thought about the picture thing I thought about the picture thing a little bit but then I wondered. What do you do for things that don't for things that are intangible or non-physical concepts such as time or emotion or I don't know just some some something that's we have a lot of ways of comparing things that I feel like you can't necessarily put into pictures so we say bigger or smarter or smaller and, and yeah, you could think in a picture of like, oh, this object is smaller, but can you think of an object that is better than another object or an object that is smarter than another object? And so I kind of wondered about some of those concepts. And what I asked my mom about this, because it was, it was actually like bugging me for a while. It's like, I have to know how it works. Um, and what my mom and I came to the conclusion of is that perhaps a child who can't hear, but also doesn't really grasp the concept of words yet perhaps there are certain things that they just can't understand which i think relates back to what you're saying about babies because i think that babies probably do think but i'm i'm almost positive that babies aren't thinking of of concepts like smarter or better or i mean i'm not i'm not explaining that well but like i'm pretty sure that babies don't think on the same level that adults do so i was thinking maybe if you are born deaf Maybe there are certain concepts that you just don't consider.
0: That Thought? sounds reasonable. Yeah, that sounds, sounds like a reasonable conclusion. I you know, I would ask deaf people to comment on this thing, but we probably won't get deaf people listening to our podcast. <laughs> I just I just I was like, why? I was like, why wouldn't
1: they? But that's probably true.
0: Well so, okay. okay let's let's say if you know a deaf person and they have discussed this with you in whatever way you converse, then let us know. But we don't have any listeners yet, so I can't do that.
1: <sighs> it is a great tragedy of our podcast that nobody listens to us. I know we talk to the void
0: We do, and the void understands
1: the void The void probably has lots of thoughts about deaf people and how they think. yes. Well, that takes care of that. I just thought it would be something that you would probably have fun thinking about and something that you would be able to, like, actually consider. Because, okay, do you have friends where if you were to pose that question to them, they'd be like, I don't know, and then just, like, move on?
0: Probably.
1: Like, a lot of my friends wouldn't really care. And I figured you Mm -hmm. were somebody who would find that interesting and actually think about it rather than just be like, um, I don't think deaf people think. Which, obviously, we all know (laughs) isn't true.
0: Yes. It's a very philosophical question, and I actually, despite my sometimes extremely analytical mind, I really enjoy thinking about philosophical things.
1: Me too. I See, I'm always trying to figure out if I'm right-brained or left-brained, and I should probably take a test on that at some point, but I can't really figure it out on yeah. my own. See,
0: I have taken a test, and it tells me that I'm mostly right-brained, yet I can be so analytical, and I'm usually better at things like chemistry and math as opposed to things that are more more you know don't have one right answer yeah you know so i should be right-brained but i'm both even though i'm technically right-brained so i don't know how much i don't know what that actually says about you I think that's okay.
1: I think that's kind of interesting. And I think I really do want to take a test to figure out if I'm left or right brained because I have a lot of qualities for both. So I wonder if I'm pretty evenly matched. Like, I'm not very, I don't enjoy math. I'm good at it, but I don't enjoy math. And I'm not very fond of science. But on the other hand, like problem solving and um, like list making and like pros and cons, like, I love all of those things and I'm good at them. But then I can also be very, like, artsy with words, and I love to, like, write and draw and, like, create and do crafty things. So, I don't know. I wonder if maybe I'm pretty evenly matched, too.
0: You probably are. You're like my mother in that respect.
1: Thank you. I like your mother. You're welcome. It is a compliment to be compared to the lovely Wanda. Um, I figure before we move on, we could just do, like, a quick recap of what our weeks have been like.
0: Oh, yes. That sounds like a plan.
1: A plan, Stan?
0: Uh, yeah, a plan, Stan. A plan that I think you're going to start. Oh,
1: I am, am I? You're taking you control are. of this power. I like it. I like it. I am. Um, Okay. My week briefly. So, um, I mean, my, my weekend last weekend wasn't super exciting. We podcasted and just... Did we podcast last week? Yeah. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. Yeah. I just... I... My, like, internal body clock is like whack, wacko right now because Monday I had finals. And so normally I don't go to Northwestern College, which is where I do PSEO. Normally I don't go there on Mondays. I go on Tuesdays and Thursdays. But because I had finals, I went on Monday. And I was there all day. I was there from like 10 in the morning until about 5, um, just working on finals. Um, but I got all those turned in. But it like kind of screwed up like my body clock because I didn't like eat at normal times and like being at school on a weird day. And then I didn't sleep well at all that night or Tuesday or Wednesday night. So the rest of the week, like I was like eating at random times and I would like forget what day it was. It was kind of weird. Um, but I completed my finals. And so I'm officially done with Northwestern for the semester, which is a pretty nice feeling. Thank you for that round of applause. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and, so that's what I did Monday, and then Tuesday, I, like, slept in, because I hadn't slept at all that night, and I was just, like, a zombie, practically, the whole day. Like, I don't even really remember Tuesday. Um, it was a very odd experience. And then, Wednesday, I had the last choir rehearsal of the year. Sad times, so that's over. And, I had my last piano lesson. Sad. Um... And I don't know. Hold on one
0: sec, Simone. Yeah. I'm going to pause you. I really need to close my window cuz it's raining. Yeah, it's badly. raining
1: here too. <laughs>
0: okay, hold on one sec. Yes. Entertain the listeners.
1: Ooh, I get to entertain you all. Um, I could say like anything while Katie is gone. Ah, uh, what do I want to say? Ooh, jelly beans. I okay, I've had a craving for jelly beans all day. And that's a real fact. There are none in our house. Oh, she's back. Hey, 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 nothing to see here. Nothing going on. I can't
0: I can't wait to hear how you entertained them in post production.
1: I was very boring. That's <laughs> Oh real. my,
0: I closed it just in time. It looks like a hurricane out there.
1: Yeah, it just like recently began raining again here. And there's wow. like all this lightning and stuff. So, um, Monday through Wednesday, I was just like a weird person. And then Thursday I was able to kind of snap out of it cuz I slept pretty okay on Wednesday night. Um, and so I tried to, like, do all my homework and, like, become a normal person again. And that's, I mean, it's pretty much what I did with my week. And then, I don't know. Oh, I'll, I'll work in my babysitting story to this. Because I oh, babysat okay. for a family on Friday. Lovely family. They have three adorable kids. And I love them to pieces. Um, so I was playing with the middle child, who is a boy. And I was being a monster. And I was chasing him. And I crawled behind the couch to chase him. And just as I got about halfway behind the couch, I popped my head over the back to, like, shout boo at him. Which is exactly when his little brother decided to pop his head over the back of the couch and say hello to me. (laughs) Resulting in, you can't see it, but I have a lovely pink bruise right above my eyebrow. Yes, and... um. I like saw stars. I And the little the little 1-year-old child is like fine. He's like laughing. He didn't even like notice it and I'm laying on the ground being like uh do I remember my social security number? Please tell me I don't have a concussion. What is going on? Um so I did not have a concussion, but I was totally out of it for the rest of the night. Like I got I got home and I like iced my forehead and everything and my dad needed help making dinner and like I don't even remember I don't even I remember like vaguely like making some rice and being like really kind of weird and goofy and like my parents didn't seem to think that anything was wrong with me so apparently I was acting like myself but I was so tired that I would like lean against the cupboards and like get all drowsy like standing up like I was gonna fall asleep standing up and I just felt like slightly nauseated and, like, just strange the rest of the evening. And I woke up the next day and I was like, what the heck happened to me? Um, So that's a fun story of the week. One-year-old no. children's heads are hard. They are hard. <laughs> and they hurt. No
0: kidding. No yeah. kidding.
1: So that was my exciting moment of the week. Getting whacked in the head by a one-year-old. Um, and Yay. Yeah. And then yesterday... So we didn't celebrate Mother's Day last week because we were all too tired. (laughs) This is what happens in my family. So we celebrated it yesterday and we just like went to the garden store and got plants and went downtown and saw like some art exhibit in a church. Mm -hmm. It was pretty cool. I talked to a priest. I don't know. (laughs) This is my life. I'm not Catholic, but I ended up talking to a priest or maybe he was a father or a reverend. I don't know. He had that (laughs) collar thing. I'm sorry I'm sure I'm offending people when I say these things I I really do love Jesus I just don't know the names of all the positions in the Catholic church so the church was really cool though they had like all these pictures of saints and like stained glass windows and like a holy altar that was like behind doors it was really cool I very much enjoyed myself and the priest father reverend person was very cool and knew a lot about like the history of the church so we talked about like history church things and like the persecution of the church in the 1930s and it was very interesting and I enjoyed myself quite a bit um then I got up this morning and I went to church like usual and I got home and I was like all set to relax for the afternoon and my father's like um I'm probably gonna have you mow the lawn in a couple of hours that's not my father's voice at all but I can't imitate (coughs) it so I'll just go with that and I was like "Ugh," because we have a huge lawn and it was hot and humid And I really didn't want to. So he was like, I'll probably have you mow at like three or four. And I was like, okay. It, people, was my lucky day. My mom went out to mow the back lawn first. And then I was going to mow the front lawn. No sooner had she been out for 20 seconds. than the heavens opened and the rain fell down. And there was no mowing in the Curry household today. So that's the final part of my weekend. It has ended on a happy note with this podcast and with no mowing. And my parents are going away for the evening, so I have the house to myself.
0: Oh, fun.
1: Yep. There will be loud music. There will be partying. Actually, there will be loud music, but I will be cleaning my room.
0: Yes. I, I should probably do that today, too, along with the art project that I never got done today. I have not had a very productive day.
1: Yeah. I mean, I intended to be really productive and, like, finish up all of my homework and clean the house and... All that and no. no. I read a good mystery and took a nap.
0: Well, that's slightly more successful than my day. I listened to podcasts and played on my iPod. And practiced okay. the piano. So.
1: Hey, you practiced the piano. I was supposed to do that and I didn't do that.
0: Well, yeah, my dad's getting on me. But that has to do with my week. Which I shall. Ooh. Are you finished? Should, should I start? I'm
1: finished. Yes, you should start.
0: Okay. So. Let's see. How's my week been? I had to start doing some serious practicing for Guild, which is tomorrow at 1 o'clock. And I'm, I'm not ready for it. I don't like Guild. I'm sorry. Um, it's okay. Other than that, let's see. Uh, last week of Hero was this past week, and there was much rejoicing. Yeah. Uh, on On Tuesday... Uh, which was our last day. We, a bunch of me and my, me and a bunch of my drama friends. We all went out to um, hang out. We hung out at one of the beaches near the school, and we all got we got a bunch of pizzas and had pizza, and that was fun. And we played cool. a bunch of random theater games, which is fun. So that was my Monday and Tuesday. Uh, Wednesday was our last. Wednesday night church event. Now, our church, they call it The Garage. It's not quite as hip and trendy as Fusion, but it works. And um, we had our last night of that, which was bittersweet, because all the graduates, Mm. all the seniors are going to leave. But it's okay. Um, And let's see. Oh, Thursday was my last band rehearsal, and Friday was my last band. Band concert, Forbes said, band rehearsal, and I, I won't see the band people again until September.
1: Another Aww, bittersweet pobrecita.
0: moment. Well, although I didn't have a lot of friends, but that's okay. It was still really fun to be in it and play my flute. I love my flute. Um, That's me being a flute. <coughs> I'm very impressed. Thanks. <coughs>
1: you should join our band. I practiced long and hard. I practiced yes. long and hard to be able to do that.
0: You should join our band. I I totally anyway. should. You should. We need a keyboardist. You should, you should. That, that would be fun. Anyway, <coughs> tangent. I don't know where that was going. Um, and also, I have been sick all this week, actually since last uh, Saturday, if you heard me coughing on the podcast. So I have been sick all this week and on Wednesday I actually lost my voice because I was shouting a lot on Tuesday celebrating the end of the year, of course, and so I thought I was rebel. I know. So I was I was whispering for most of Wednesday and most of Thursday. And I thought I would cough all the way through my band concert, but I did survive. So Yay. Yeah. That's been my week. And then this is the last week of busy things, and then I am done until July. Sweetness. Mm-hmm. So, we got through that. Look at us. Yeah.
1: Look at us go. I
0: know. Um
1: okay. So
0: what do we want to what do we want to do now? Well, we have a very full schedule. Yep. I think you should pick something.
1: I want to hear what your awkward or awesome story is if you have one.
0: Okay. I will go first then. I'm actually kind of excited for yours. Do you have, do you have any this week?
1: I do. Oh, good. Okay.
0: Um, I have, well, I have two and they're both pretty short. Um, one of them is really short. Uh, this cold has been really offsetting my body calendar. So I've been tired at random times and I'll be tired in the morning and then I won't be tired at night. It's, it's yeah. Yeah. You know, And so every time I've tried to sit down to play through my piano pieces for Guild, because I've been doing that a lot more, I've always, like, wanted to fall asleep, like, halfway through. I felt like I could just fall asleep at the piano. And then I I leave. Well, see, then I leave and do something else, and I'm fine. Huh. It's like, this is really weird. And it's it's not necessarily, it's just kind of awkward for me, because I need to practice, and yet I'm sitting here like, I'm going to fall asleep. So yeah. it's, it's kind of kind of been a weird experience. And then my other awkward story is actually from Wednesday night. And it's not so much awkward as it was, like, really – it's, like, a cute awkward, I guess. Okay. I uh, like cute awkward. Cute awkward. So it's a good awkward. Um, it's quackward. Yeah. It is. <laughs> um, so I work at my church in my senior high. I don't know if you know this, but I do the the – media for the senior high Mm -hmm. which yeah which for the podcast people means that I'm I'm responsible for putting the words to the songs on the screen and and all that fanciness so I was setting that up for the last Wednesday and uh I work with a another person and we need to give him a fancy name Simone what should we call him
1: Ferdinand
0: Ooh, that actually matches him really well. I like it. Okay, okay. so Ferdinand, and he is my—he does the soundboard, and I do the media. And so, um, he is very friendly and very nice, and just—he is really fun to be around. But sometimes he can be—he's like a five-year-old, where oh, he, those are the best people. Yes, and and it's really awesome because you know he is—he's a teenager, and he's just so friendly like that and you don't see a lot of guys who are like that and it's really cool but um the last last wednesday uh i was trying to set up and normally when i'm setting up for this media stuff i can get super serious and just i i can i'm super serious and super i just i have no sense you're in your element yes i'm in my element but i just have no i yeah pretty much and he and he is just so bubbly and full of energy, and he's, like, never, like, that kind of seriousness. And so he came over and was trying to get my attention, and I was just, like, telling him to go away. I have to set this up. And he, like, leans on me. And so he starts Cubie. leaning. Yeah, he starts leaning on me to get me to move away from the computer. And it's like, this is really cool, but I really have to work. And it was really funny. And so then... And then after that he decided to get my attention, he would steal my iPod and take selfies of himself. So now there's like about thirty selfies on my iPod of him and most <laughs> of them are blurry. It's very yeah. entertaining.
1: It seems like it seems like guys do not really get the whole idea of taking selfies.
0: No. Well and especially well and he's just he knows he's being ridiculous and he does it anyway because that's the kind of person he is and it's awesome. I totally right. appreciate him for it. I just—it was just a fun experience, and I'm gonna miss it because he's going to go off to college far away and in the distant valleys of the world.
1: So, my story of the week. Whoa! I almost knocked over a flower. Whew, false alarm. Um, my story of the week. Oh. Oh, okay. So this is a situation that I've actually experienced three times in the last week. And I still find it awkward every time because I don't know how to handle it. So it's been with three different people who have all said the same thing upon seeing me for the first time in about a year. So one time it was on the phone and twice it was in person. But it's like we meet and we're like, hi, hi. And then we like hug. And then that person is like wow, like, you've gotten so tall, like, you're so old, I remember when you were two, like, blah, 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 like, how did you grow up so fast, like, you should have stayed young forever, and I find this to be, like, the most awkward statement ever, like, the most awkward question, it's like, what do you do, like, I'm sorry I can't resist the effects of time and nature, like, I'm sorry I'm not Peter Pan and I'm going to grow up. Also, like, I don't walk around being like, Wow, I remember when you were only 30. Now you're 40. You're so (laughs) old. Like, no, you don't do that to people. That's rude. Like, I would never do that to anyone. So why do people think it's, like, fine to walk around and be like, Oh, you're such a big person.
0: Look how tall you are. How did you get so tall? Like, oh, my grew." There comes an age, though, where that flips and people say, oh, you look so young. Yeah. You know, when when you get to a certain age and people start to notice that you're aging, but you look good for your age and then it changes. I don't know.
1: Yeah. So I don't get how for a while it's like a compliment to be older, but then it's a compliment to be younger. But then there's this weird thing where people are like, wow, how did you grow up? Like, it's just a strange thing. It's like we all grow up. This is yeah nature. Like you've aged just as much as I have since we saw each other last. that, that is, And maybe yeah. you haven't grown, but. That is true. Hm. Interesting. So it's just been a really awkward situation because like I don't know what to say to people. Do you say like thanks or I'm sorry or like I never really know what to say.
0: That is very interesting. I don't know what you say to something like that.
1: It's like when people tell you you're, like, really pretty. What do you say? Do you like, say? thanks, you too. Yeah. Here's, here's the conclusion I'm coming to. Don't tell, pe- don't tell people, especially if they are significantly younger than you, that they're, like, pretty. Because that's weird. Because then we feel like we should say it back, maybe. And also, don't tell us that we've grown up so fast or that we've gotten so tall. Because we don't know what to say to that either. And it's really just weird. Yeah. Like, did you not expect us to grow up?
0: There are better things you can talk about.
1: Yes. Like, ask me what I think about fish. We can have a discussion about that. That, That's
0: totally plausible.
1: Fish are so much more worthwhile than telling me that I'm pretty and that I've grown three inches.
0: I agree. I agree with that statement. Okay.
1: That was our awkward slash awesome stories. Done. Done. Alright. Cross that off the list.
0: I want to know... I'm using the powers you have given me. I want to know...
1: All gonna go to your head, isn't it?
0: I want to know your new find of the week.
1: Alright. I have two. Okay. You ready? I'm ready. One of them is culinary in nature. Ooh. I have discovered... The best thing to eat for breakfast or lunch or dinner on the planet Earth. Here's what you do. You make a grilled cheese sandwich. And then you keep the grilled cheese sandwich like in the pan or on the stove or however you're making it. And I make it in an omelet pan. So I like push it to one side of the omelet pan while the flame is still on. And then I put lots of butter in the pan and then I fry an egg. And then I put the egg that is fried on top of the grilled cheese sandwich. And I have a fried egg and grilled cheese sandwich, and it is the most beautiful, delicious explosion of flavor inside my mouth and all over my taste buds, and it makes me want to like sing an aria. It's amazing. I've had probably like twelve of them this week. <laughs> I there was one day when I had it for breakfast, for lunch, and for dinner. It was just so good, and you can dip it in a little bit of ketchup or in a little bit of like mustard. Mmm. Or you can put salt and pepper on it. Mmm. Think. Ugh. It's so good. I made one for my mother, and even she agreed.
0: Okay. Now, I am someone who is not a big fan of eggs. Do you think I would like this meal?
1: When you say you're not a big fan of eggs, what does that mean? Does that mean, like, you will avoid eggs?
0: It means that they're not my first option at the breakfast table, but they are not my last option at the breakfast table.
1: I think unless you avoid eggs, you would probably like this meal. Okay. Unless you actively dislike eggs. Okay. If you just feel like, eh, about eggs, or you're like, yeah, they're all right, I think you will enjoy it. Okay. Or if you're like me and you want to consume as many eggs as possible, you will definitely like it. Eggs are like in my top five foods ever. I love eggs. That's how I would eat eggs for every meal of every day, and sometimes I do sometimes i do people mm. okay they're just so eggy
0: i will have to try that for dinner tonight do it i will don't you usually eat dinner as a family not on sundays oh because my mom doesn't cook dinner on sundays she says every man slash woman for him slash herself
1: oh your mother is very politically correct when she speaks
0: <laughs> yes she is <laughs>
1: So, like, what does your dad make? Because I feel like your dad doesn't know how to cook. Am I well, wrong about that? Does your no, dad know how to cook? No,
0: either my mother will make something for him, which kind of defeats the purpose of not eating yeah. together. It just means that she doesn't
1: want to cook for you.
0: Yeah. Or he will have a bowl of cereal.
1: Wow. Yeah. I never pegged your dad for the cereal type.
0: Oh, yeah. He'll, he eats it for lunch sometimes.
1: Really? My father hates cereal. Well... <sighs> On occasion, he'll go for a bowl of dry mini-wheats. Ooh. But that's it. Mm Mm-hmm. He also... My father... Okay. This is a confusing thing about my father. My father loves food, and our house revolves a lot around food. Both my parents love to cook. We make a ton of food. I mean, it's not like we make more food than we need, but we just love to cook. However, lists of food that my father dislikes. Milk. Bananas. Peanut butter. (laughs) Cereal. And... There's one other one. Like he ju- there's there's like all these basic foods that he just will not eat. Oh, he doesn't like jam either. Oh. How can you not like yeah. jam? I know. Like milk, peanut butter, jam and bananas. That's like my lunch right there. Like peanut butter banana jam sandwich with a glass of milk. Delicious. <sighs> my father is strange.
0: Although I, agree but I with love him, him. I agree with him on the milk subject.
1: I know. I hated milk for a really long time, until I was probably 12 or 13, and then all of a sudden I really liked milk, and now I have a lot of milk all the time. Ugh. Mm. Ugh.
0: The, the worst thing Cold about cow it juice. is that it doesn't taste like nothing, it tastes like almost nothing. But there's that little taste in there that you can't identify, and it's creepy. It's cow juice.
1: I can see the disgusting faces you're making over Skype. (sighs)
0: Milk is gross.
1: Milk is good. Don't listen to Katie. Don't let your minds be corrupted by her nonsense. I can see you making like upset faces (laughs) in the Skype. Yeah, you're looking very haughty and displeased. Okay. So that's my first find of the week is grilled cheese and egg. My second find of the week is... Is totally unrelated. Although, one day I combined the two, and I will tell you how I combined the two. My second find of the week is a song. It is a song that I'm pretty sure I've listened to every day. And it is called Sweater Weather. Like for, weather for sweaters. Sweater Weather. Sweater Weather. It's very hard to say because I want to say Sweater Weather or Sweater Weather. <coughs> but the song is called Sweater Weather. And it's It's by like an Asian artist and I feel like I'm going to butcher his, her name. I think it's her because the voice sounds like her, but I never, you never know what people name their music groups, but I'm going to say that it's pronounced Leaky Lee, L-Y-K-K-E space L-I. Okay. Yeah. I see you making those faces in Skype. I'm just guessing that's how it's pronounced, but it's actually a really good song and it's very like cute and I just love it. And I will put a link to it in the show notes. I'm making a note right now. Um. But I love it. It's a great song. And I've listened to it probably like once a day all week. And those are my finds. Okay. Katie, what are
0: your finds? Um. My find of the week is a podcast. That. Ooh la la. Will probably not interest anyone who listens to this podcast. But that's okay. Um it is called the oodcast and for people who know doctor who they know that an ood is a doctor who character the oodcast is a doctor who podcast where the hosts will review new episodes of doctor who but they do it in a very unique way they have they will they will talk about it and talk about their likes and dislikes and then they will have they will make they will write little funny skits that they will say that will relate to the episode and they're usually very funny and they kind of make fun of the episode which is i think really creative and they also one of the character one of the characters one of the hosts is really good at singing and so she will write songs about each of the episodes which are really cool and i really want to to have them forever because they sound so amazing so that, that sounds that's, cool that's though. That's mine. It's not, not that big of a deal.
1: Like, I'm not into Doctor Who, but the concept sounds cool. Yeah.
0: It has a very nice concept. You might get you might get into Doctor Who merely by 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 listening Osmosis? to Osmosis. <laughs>
1: um, should we talk about What well, okay, so we've covered our new finds. We've covered our awkward stories. We've covered Deaf People. What shall we
0: cover next? We should cover, we should cover, I think we should, hmm, let's do pet peeves. I want to know yours. Okay. So I, the
1: reason I brought this up as something we could talk about is that in the past week, I have encountered so many things that are pet peeves of mine. So many things. I will give you four examples, some of which are weird some of which I think are completely normal. We will start with one that I think is completely normal. I have a full life. I have a busy life. I do a lot of things. Some of the things that I do are hard. Some things that I do that are hard cause me to stress. And when I stress, I'm a verbal processor. So I need to like talk to somebody about the things that are stressing and frustrating me. Sometimes this happens to be with... A person in my life whose name I will not say, who is a girl, and we, I'll call her Anne, we will sometimes discuss things in my life that are stressing me. When I'm stressing about something, I don't want somebody to solve it for me. I don't want somebody to be like, oh, well, here are the ten steps you should take, and you should be doing this and this and this, and then it won't be a problem anymore. I want somebody to be like... I'm sorry, your life sucks. Here, let me make you hot chocolate. So my pet peeve is when I need to like vent about something or complain about something and people try to step in and fix it for me. Like I just want you to listen to me. I don't want you to step into my life and make all my decisions. I just want you to hear me and be like, that is hard. So... That, that, I think, is a pretty understandable pet
0: peeve. And I'm guilty of Do doing rate? that. Well, I'm guilty of doing that. I'm guilty of when people complain to me, I want to solve their problems. Ugh, I'm sorry. Literally, it's like
1: nails on a chalkboard. Like, I just want to slap people and be like, no, just shut up and listen to me.
0: So, ne- okay, next time you need to complain about something stressful to me, warn me in advance, and I will not give you advice.
1: Honestly, I don't think of you as somebody who is a fixer in my life. So maybe maybe, that's, maybe I don't complain to you very often, or maybe you just don't do it as much as you think you do. I don't
0: think you complain to me all that often. Or when you do, I can relate to the complaints and I agree with you instead of trying to help you fix them.
1: Mm, that could be. I think it's probably the second one.
0: Um, here is my second
1: pet peeve. This one is a little weird. It's a little weird. We have carpeted floors in our house. For the majority of our house. And like regular people, we do not always wear socks in our house or shoes. There are some people who wear their shoes indoors all the si- all the time. And I think that's kind of strange. Like shoes are not meant for inside your house. I get confused when people do that. Um, so we are barefoot sometimes in our carpeted house. And there is a member of our family who has a habit of walking without picking their feet up fully from the floor. And so their feet drag across the carpet when they walk and it is the most annoying noise on the face of planet earth it's like like every time they walk and it's a huge pet peeve of mine like i will leave the room if they are walking i can't do it i can't do it
0: (sighs) oh my poor cousin i get
1: that that's weird it just really bothers me And my final one, I think I told you I had four, but I think that's a lie because I only have three. Okay. So this has happened twice in the past week. I, my parents have been going someplace for an evening, which means that I'm eating dinner on my own. And so it's like a regular question. I'm just like, oh, like you two are going to be gone for the evening. Like that means I'm on my own for dinner. Right now, if I were to ask you that question, how would you respond if I was to be left alone for dinner? Yes. Yes. Exactly! That is how a normal person would respond to this question. Not my father, people. Nope. Here's how my father responds. Yes, and if you look in the fridge, you will see that we have we have a container of rice, and you could eat that. And if you don't want to eat that, you could eat this. And, oh, you could combine these two if you wanted to. Otherwise, if you really need to, we could run to the store before you go and get you some food. Like, do you think that I don't know how to feed myself? think that I don't know how to look in the fridge. Why are you telling me what food we have in the fridge? I am not Helen Keller. I can't see. I do know what is inside the fridge. You do not need to tell me how to feed myself because I'm not six. Now can you let me eat my own dang dinner? <laughs> <sighs> I think you am have I some even...
0: family issues you need to resolve. <laughs>
1: I even told it to him today, because he did it again today, because they're gone for dinner tonight. I was like, am I eating on my own? And he immediately launches into this. And I was like, wait, like, I don't need to know. Like, I don't care. Like, let it be a surprise to me when I go to the fridge. And he's like, like, I'm just trying to take care of you. Like, you need to be willing to accept the help of others. Like, this is not about me resisting your help. This is about the fact that I know how to feed myself, because I'm 17. (sighs) (coughs) <sighs> <coughs> I'm glad that you find this amusing. <coughs> I find it freaking annoying. I think I, Those are my I think
0: you need to work out your familial issues.
1: Oh, believe me, I have tried, girl. I have tried. <sighs> mm.
0: Alright. <sighs> <sighs> that was fun and funny. Okay. Now, I gave this a little bit of thought. And I have three as well.
1: Ooh, we're like twinsies.
0: Now, the first... Okay, here's the first... I actually have a normal one and two weird ones, so I'll start with my normal one. Okay. My normal one is, uh, and I don't know if you can relate to me, really, but people who do not do the homework. Oh my gosh. Yes, I can relate. I don't care how busy your life is. I don't care if you've got a ton of things to do or are part of so many clubs that and, and you just don't have time. I don't care. The teacher assigned you a project. You must therefore do it. The teacher assigned you a writing assignment. You must therefore do it. Nothing is an excuse for not getting your homework done.
1: Unless you are lying on the side of the road bleeding, you should be turning in your assignment. Yes. yes you I am with should. you all the way. If we were here, I would fist bump you and probably give you some spirit fingers.
0: Bam. Well, we can do the spirit fingers.
1: Okay. Spirit fingers. Yeah. Okay. That was the nice spirit fingers.
0: Ah, uh, I just, it is, my life is just as busy as anyone else's, and I can still turn my assignments in on time. So. Yeah. Okay.
1: It's not like you're some special person who magically knows how to do all the homework. You just work hard. Yes.
0: It's not rocket science. Oh, actually, that reminds uh. me of another one. I have four. Okay. Okay. This was a really quick one, though. It is it is simply people who do not pronounce my last name right and people who do not sm- spell my first name right when I have told them multiple times how to spell and pronounce them. Yep. I'm i know with The first time I know it looks like Hole, I tell you it's hail. You pronounce it hail for the rest of my life. Do not call me Hole again. I've told you once. <laughs> my yeah. name does not have an E at the end. You spell it with an E. I tell you, I'm sorry, there's no E at the end of my name. You never spell it that way for the rest of my life. And if you do, then I will be very, very mad at you. So
1: don't do it. Yeah, it's a common courtesy. It's a way of showing that you know who I am. I have people, I, okay. I have people who I have known literally since birth. Literally since birth. Who still cannot decide if my last name is spelled with an I-E or with a y. Like, people! Double R-I-E. Double R-I-E, people. Also, it's funny the first time you make a joke about my name looking like Simon. After that, I would like you to please remember that I'm a girl and not a boy. My name is Simone. Thanks.
0: See, and I'm guilty of, I used to spell your name like Simon.
1: I mean, I get it if you're seven years old. Yeah. Fine. But if you're an adult please start calling me Simone because clearly my parents didn't name me Simon. (sighs) Yes. Sorry to steal your pet peeves, but I have a lot of like personal vendettas mixed up with these. Yes.
0: Yes, you do. But that's okay. Now these are my two weird ones. I have found that eating is a normal habit that we humans have grown to love. However, True. there are some people who just chew their food too much.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: Um, and there are just some people. It's not chewing with their mouth open. It's chewing loudly. It mm. creeps up the back of my spine. And I just cannot contain myself. I will have to leave the room. If someone chews too loudly, I have to leave.
1: I get you. I get you.
0: <coughs> oh, I, oh, I, oh! It, it's like see, I don't find nails on a chalkboard that bad, but people chewing with their mouth with chewing loudly is like my nails on a chalkboard.
1: I I don't know that I've ever actually heard nails on a chalkboard.
0: I've I, I haven't heard it extremely, but I've heard I've heard it kinda sort of. Okay. I don't no.
1: What's your final pet peeve? Okay. Excuse me. My final
0: pet peeve, and this one is a weird one, is I don't like watching people fall asleep. Yeah, that's weird. I don't, well, see, I don't like people watching, I don't like watching people fall asleep. And I don't like people watching me fall asleep.
1: I don't know that I've ever been in situations where I have been watched or been a watcher.
0: Well, see, hmm. Like,. There's this thing I have where either when I go to bed, either I have to go to bed, I have to go to sleep before my parents are even in the vicinity of going to bed, or I have to wait until they're in bed before I can fall asleep. I feel I just don't want them looking in on me when I am asleep. Huh. And similarly, I cannot watch, I I can't look at someone when they're asleep. It freaks me out.
1: Do you feel like they're dead, or like what? No,
0: I just... No, it's not that I feel like they're dead. I just get kind of... I just get a little creeped out, and I feel weird, and I need to leave the room. Huh.
1: I'm going to make a mental note to fall asleep in front of you as many times as possible (laughs) in the future of our friendship. Actually, no, I won't, because that would be weird. But I think... I mean, I really don't get that one. I don't get... I kind of like watching people sleep, and I feel like now I sound like a creep, but people look so peaceful. I love it when people fall asleep on me.
0: Oh. Well, have you ever seen- I know. How are you going to handle
1: being married? How are you going to handle being married if you can't sleep? I don't
0: know. I've I've thought maybe we'll just have to get bunk beds.
1: (laughs) Be like those old 20 movies. 20s movies where
0: yes. they never slept in the same bed. Yes. I think that might be my solution. Okay. Um, but now, have you ever seen... Sometimes they'll pop up on my Facebook n- news feed. Have you ever seen the videos where, you know, little kid falls asleep while eating ice cream? No. Oh, okay. See, that's a good example because every once in a while they'll post a video. On, someone will post a video on YouTube where a little kid... There's one I know I've seen where this little kid, he's like falling asleep, but yet he still keeps trying to eat his ice cream, but he keeps falling asleep. I get so freaked out watching that kid fall asleep. I have to, sometimes I can't even watch the video. I'm laughing really hard, yet I am simultaneously creeped out of my mind and I sometimes have to stop watching.
1: That's so strange to me. I don't
0: know why. I don't know why. I want to know the scientific reasoning behind this. Yeah. But anyway, that's all I've got.
1: Well, that's, I mean, that's, that's a pretty unusual list.
0: Yeah, it is. All right. Yeah. We have, I believe we have one more thing to talk about. Is that correct? I think we do. No. I think we have two. What's the second one? I have words we can't spell Cat death etiquette? Oh, yes. We, I, that one's not on my list. I forgot. Okay.
1: I'll just say this briefly. I was in a situation in the past week where somebody informed me that they needed to put their cat down, which is a sad, sad experience. Like, that's not cool. That's not happy. Um, And so I was totally at, like, a loss of what to say. Like, it's not like when somebody, like, a real person dies because... Then you'll be like, well, okay, that's awkward, too. But you usually don't. You What do you say? Like, you'll see them in heaven? Well, I'm not actually sure if that's how it works. Or, like, they'll be free from pain? Well, that's not really comforting, either. Like, what do you tell people when they tell you that they have to kill their pet? What do you tell people?
0: I don't know. See, it's been a very long time since we've had to put, had to put a cat down, and I don't really remember much from that period of my life, because I was probably seven or eight. Yeah. So I don't remember what, and I know my mom was really, um, she was really sad about it, but I don't remember what we told her, I don't remember what our people, what our people around us told us, I don't remember. Um, what, what would you say?
1: Yeah, it's such like a confusing thing like there's so many things that like are just like so cliche like they'll live on in your heart or like you'll be together again someday like i it's so weird
0: i don't know how how do how i'm sure there's a i'm sure there's a blog about it or a tumblr blog about
1: what to tell people when their cats are dying?
0: Yes. You're probably right. I mean, there's, the internet's
1: a big place.
0: There's there's a Tumblr blog for everything.
1: There totally is. I found one the other day that's all about pizza. It was Ooh. highly entertaining, but it made me really hungry. Ooh, now I want pizza. I really want pizza, too. Oof. But my that parents are gone, and all we have is, like, a container of rice, so.
0: <laughs> that's That's what totally am. not pizza.
1: Nope, and I'm not very good at turning rice into pizza, not one of my spiritual gifts.
0: No unfortunate. <sighs> um, would be so useful. I guess I would say, maybe ask the person who is losing their cat or if they're asking you if they're asking you to like help them get through this tough the time, I would say, what would make you feel better? Would you feel better if? I took you somewhere to take your mind off it or would you feel better if we sat together and reminisced the good times you've had That's Maybe a really good it idea to the person Yeah that's a really good idea
1: because people often know what would make them feel better
0: Yes and people mourn in different ways some people need to wallow in this sad- sadness and some people need to get away from it Mhm So I guess Katie, that's what I, what I would say
1: You should be a um, therapist
0: Yes But I actually I have another question and this yes. is Yes this is, I know you've, you've gone through a lot of cats, more than I have in my time, so that is you true. might know have a better answer. But what period of time do you think is a good period to wait, like after you, your pet has died? What do you think is mm-hmm. a good period of time to wait before getting another one?
1: Okay, well, I, I think, again, it depends on the person. I also think it depends on the cat. For example... So, we, I don't remember when Dickens died, but I remember getting, okay, w- when I was born, we had two cats, Fitzger and Dickens, um, and then Dickens died and Fitzger was still alive. Those are such good cat names. I'm just going to say it. I mean, my parents picked them out. My parents are good cat namers. Um, So, Dickens died. And then I think we probably waited about a year before we got our next cats, Rush and Sophie. Um, But then, okay, so then Fitzger died, and we still had Rush and Sophie. And so we got a new cat named Chandler. And Chandler and Sophie did not get along, and Sophie tried to kill him. Um, not not a happy moment. Um, so we had to give. Did she
0: actually try to kill him?
1: Yeah, she would like she would fight with him with like the intention of killing him. Like, it wasn't play fighting. Um, Yeah, she would, like, try to bite his throat out. It wasn't cool. Um, So, we gave Sophie away. And then we wanted Chandler to have, like, time to get over that trauma before we tried introducing a new cat into the house. So, I think we probably waited, like, a year. But we we were all, like, ready to get a new cat before Chandler was ready for us to get a new cat. So... And that's, like, my last experience with getting a new pet because we got Tchaikovsky and we haven't gotten another cat since then. Okay. So, but, okay, so, like, when Fitzger died, I remember being ready for a new cat, like, within a couple of weeks. And I think we must have waited about six months because I think he died right at the beginning of summer and we got Russian Sophie right after Christmas. So, but I was, like, ready. But, like, I don't think my mom was to my memory. And I could be remembering this wrong because this is about seven years ago um but then when we had to give sophie away sophie was like my cat like she slept in my bed every night and she and i were really buddies and i was super heartbroken about that and i wasn't ready to get a cat for like three or four
0: months okay
1: so i think it depends on like your level of attachment and like
0: yeah i think well see i think you're right about that because i remember when scamp died We didn't get new cats for probably about five months because my mom just couldn't handle it. She was really attached. But I was, and I was eight. I don't know if that has something to do with it. But I was ready for new cats within two or three weeks. I was like, we need more cats in this house. And my mom wasn't ready. And, you know, then I have another friend who lost a cat recently. And she was already looking at another cat the night he died. So,
1: Oh, (gasps) Oh, daddy's too soon, honey. <laughs> I have never been ready that fast. No, you have to like mourn well, them and grieve them
0: i think I think he wasn't he was a pretty independent cat and he didn't bond well with the family. So oh. I think you're right in the respect where it depends on the person and it depends on the cat,
1: yeah and we've never so. besides besides the Sophie Chandler incident, we've never had a cat situation that didn't work out. And even within the Sophie Chandler situation, Sophie and Chandler were both lovely cats. It wasn't like one of them was mean. They just couldn't get along with each other. So yeah. we've never had, like, a bad cat or a cat that we didn't bond with or a cat who was, like, a problem. So. I think okay. this brings us to our final topic. Yes. So there's a little intro to this segment, which I proposed to Katie. I am a pretty good speller. I'm, I'm like, a, an abortionist. I would say, an above-average speller. Like, I don't make spelling mistakes that often. However, there are several words that I can never figure out how to spell, and I feel like Spellcheck has to help me on them every single time. And I wondered if this was something that you encountered, Katie. Is it? Yes. And would you like to share what sort of words you have difficulty spelling?
0: Excuse me. Um, I gave this a bit of thought, and these are ones that I kind of get how to spell because spell check has hammered them into my brain so much, but these are the ones that I have a history of having trouble with. Okay. They are embarrassed, business, curiosity, and epitome.
1: Hmm. Embarrassed and business. I totally relate to. I'm not sure if right now I could spell embarrassed properly for you. I'm not sure if I could. Um, It has,
0: see, it has two R's and two S's, which I could never get right. See,
1: I just can't decide when it's an E and when it's an A.
0: It's, okay, it starts with an E and then every other one is an A except for the last one. It ends in an E.
1: Oh, so it's bookended by
0: E's. Yes. Okay. Maybe that will help me in the future. Business? I always think it's busyness, and so I want to reverse the... Um, S and the I. Always. Oh. And because otherwise it looks like busyness, and that always. Isn't that
1: isn't it B U S I?
0: Well, I want yeah, I want to spell it B- well. I want to spell it B U I S, but it's really B U S I.
1: Oh, okay, okay. Um, yes, that is true. I curi- struggled with oh. I struggled with business for a while.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm okay. getting it now, but I did struggle with it. Um, curiosity, I always want to add a U after the O. Oh, yeah, I get that. And epitome, I thought, ended with a Y for a while. So mm, those are... that's
1: an easy mistake to make. So I, I have a list of seven words that I can never spell. The words are guarantee, mm-hmm. disa- disappointed. I can never decide two Ps or two S's. It's two
0: Ps. <laughs> Always two Ps.
1: Balance. Is it balance or balance? spell lance if you're if you're Mm -hmm. curious and the way you remember that is that lances have to be balanced so it's balance (sighs) citizen citizen, license volunteer and allegiance
0: oh come on you should know how to spell volunteer
1: yeah but i can never decide (laughs) like where do the u's go and where do the o's go it's a problem. And allegiance is a really hard one for me. Oh. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That is an interesting one. Yeah. Guarantee. I can never remember where the E's and A's go.
1: I can never decide where the U goes. <laughs> like, I oh. know there's a U in there someplace.
0: See, is it every at the time beginning?
1: I... Oh, is yeah. Is it guarantee? Is it guarantee? Like, ugh.
0: Oh, see, I always think it's guarantee. When I'm typing it out of my head, I hear guarantee. And then I remember it's the u a. But I can never remember if in the middle, if it's an E or if it's an A. And I think it's an E.
1: It's an A. (laughs)
0: It's an A. See? (laughs) Even then, I can't get it right.
1: See? But I can never decide in that spot if it's an A or a U. So. Oh. Together, we make half a brain. (laughs) (laughs) I just, I think, like, okay, first of all. English is a really hard language and I am sorry for you if you have to learn it as a second language because we have all these rules that we keep on breaking and sometimes letters are silent and sometimes certain combinations of letters make one sound and sometimes they don't. And so I really do like feel for you, even if you learn this as a first language, because I think it is freaking hard to learn. Like the word weird. Oh my gosh, do not get me started on the word weird. I can never make up my mind. I, E, E, I, they both look wrong. Like.
0: And the word Einstein uses one rule and then breaks it in the same way. Yeah, yeah.
1: Interesting thing. If you've ever heard the I before E except after C or. No, that's not the one I mean. Yeah, I before E. There's something like 80 words that follow that rule and about 267 that don't. Like, why do we have the rule of that then? Is it because it made a nice little cute rhyme? Like, well. Feisty heist was, on a weird beige neighbor. Oh, just broke well, it like seven times.
0: Well, it was useful when you're learning words like receive and believe.
1: What if you need to learn how to write heist and feisty and beige and neighbor?
0: Okay, well. I remember being in phonics, and I could never remember where the e, where the i e went in receive. And I would always remember that the e's were the e's cradled the c, and so that's how I remembered that it was e i, not
1: i e. Huh, that's cool. But then you think so about the word science, me. and your brain is just blown to bits.
0: Yes. I I think it's just something they use to help little kids grasp the concept of this ridiculous language we use.
1: Yes. Ugh, do not even get me started on silent P's or PH's that are really F's or K's <sighs> that don't make any noise. I have a friend who's Spanish, and we talk on Facebook chat sometimes. And when she writes ha ha ha, she does J A J A J A because that's how they make their huh noise. And I'm like,
0: ja ja ja? Like, what is <laughs> ja ja <zha>, ja? <zha? laughs> yeah, see, it's, it's like. It sounds like you're trying to that, seduce that me. That always like,
1: gets me. Ja ja ja.
0: And I think, like, the English language is one of the only languages that actually pronounces J like ja.
1: Yeah. We're also the only language that makes a TH noise. Really? Nobody else does that. Yep. Not I have e- a friend who. Not even Spanish? Try to think of a word that has a TH in Spanish.
0: I feel like there are words that have THs in Spanish, though.
1: Um, I mean, if you can think of one, I will happily change my mind for you.
0: That Well, that would be the only language that I feel like it has one. No. I don't know. I feel like I've learned words that have THs in them, and I just can't think of them. Hmm. But I well, believe if you,
1: you. I believe if you. If you figure this out, we'll put them in the show notes if you find a Spanish word.
0: Oh, yeah. That, okay. But yeah, everything else, that you're right, they don't have THs.
1: I have a friend who um, got adopted from Russia when she was 11, and so she learned English when she was like 11 or 12. And she has the hardest time with the word birthday because of the TH, and so she always says, Happy birthday. (laughs) It's
0: really cute. Every day is birthday. (laughs) All right. Well, that was intense. It was intense. In case now, by the time this podcast gets published, our lovely listeners who don't exist will not know of all the turmoil that we have gone through. Although I'll probably put a few bloopers at the end that will sum up this turmoil. We have lost our connection in basically every way it is possible to lose our connection over the past hour and a half.
1: Yep. It was tragic. It was a tragic, tragic tragedy.
0: The Fates did not want us to make this podcast, but we persevered to the very bloody end.
1: Bloody? Well, I mean, things haven't gotten bloody yet. Is there something I don't know about?
0: Well, I probably got a paper cut at some point.
1: Okay. That's cool. Um, so, any any final words before we wind this thing down?
0: <sighs> All I can say is... Nothing. That was helpful. (laughs) That was totally profound. Don't you love my profound statement?
1: Yeah, you're so profound. You're just dropping nuggets of truth like little
0: rainbows. I know. Look at me. Look at me go. All right. It's been fun, friend. It has been fun. And I will talk to you next week.
1: dun 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 All right. Thanks for listening. Goodbye.
0: This has been the Two for the Road podcast. If you like what you hear, please leave us a rate and review in iTunes. You can find this podcast on iTunes and on our blog, thetwofortheroadpodcast.wordpress.com. You can send us feedback via our email, two for the road podcast at gmail.com, and find us on Twitter. Our handle is two underscore for the road, and that's the word two. Our theme music is "Knots" by Jeremy Messersmith. Thanks again for listening. Farewell.
1: Okay, now's the part where we continue to record because we're having technical difficulties. Katie, you can edit this part out because it's just me talking to myself because you are not here. I suppose I could say whatever I really wanted to right now. Um, Jelly beans. I would really like some jelly beans. Um, Purple koala bears. Are you going to call me? Where are you? Where are you? Child of love, where have you gone? Technical difficulties again. Why does this always happen to us? I don't know whether I'm supposed to keep recording, Katie. I'm sorry if you're editing this in post-production, and it's really annoying that I'm Really? Really?! I'm so tired of this! I don't even know what to say about
0: myself!